0: Hi there, my name's Jane Anderson, and this is the Jane Anderson Brand You Show. It's the podcast for experts who want to have greater impact, influence, and income for their businesses and careers. Hi there and welcome Renee, thank you so much for jumping on today. I am beyond thrilled to have you on the podcast today. I know I've been on the podcast before but, um, but what I really wanted to do today was you've been so generous in agreeing to jump on today because we're part of a special series at the moment where I'm interviewing some of the people who particularly are in our Women and with Influence community or the people that I've worked with and mentored to be able to you know, build their practices. But I want to be able to tap in at the moment, particularly because you've launched your um, book and we have talked previously about that. But today's a real under the bonnet,
1: if you like, in yep. your practice. So thanks again for jumping on, Renee. Amazing. Thanks. Been looking forward to this. And thanks, thanks for having me. And I'm I'm honored to be able to share, share some things. So
0: thanks so much. So, Renee, most of the people who will be watching this or listening to this, women who have their own consulting practices thinking about being able to either grow it, work with large organisations, or perhaps they've been trying to work with large organisations and they're struggling to kind of get to grow. Can you tell us a little bit about your practice, how you sort of started and what made you get into, you know, building yeah. ReneGiaruso.com?
1: Yeah, I um, had 12 years in corporate and, and you know, a variety of senior leadership and sales and marketing roles and... I absolutely love the equal development, the coaching, started running a lot of the Mars University trainings and just knew I had a passion and energy and gift for it. Yeah. It was became the favourite part of what I did. So that's 16, nearly, nearly 16 years ago. Wow. Um, And I look back now and it was a really uncomfortable journey leaving because I had the safe cocoon of the corporate world and I just knew my big why, and it's still a big part of my why, really making workplaces better places to work and applying my knowledge, experience and what I've seen across, you know, such a diverse array of clients to leaders and teams, not because I'm their manager, but because they want to grow. Right. And that led me on a journey that's you know been quite an evolution. I, I'm a high to medium change person in what I do. So sort of every three to three and a half years, my message doesn't change, but I always have new content, new ideas. So I think I'll always be happy because I'm satisfying that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, you've come on a massive journey, Renee. Like if you come from I'm just looking at some of the things even behind you. Um, You know, you've got a bunch of um, incredible books there. You've written three books. So you've written, you wrote Limitless Leaders and then you wrote uh, a collaboration, which is around Leaders of Influence. And now um, are you happy to tell us a bit about the new book that you've done, particularly Gift
1: Mindset, yeah? Yeah, Gift Mindset. And I think all the books or, you know, writing I've done for years has led to Gift Mindset. Gift Mindset's my big book. Yes. My legacy book. Yeah. And it is a book I, I do feel really proud of because it's helping a lot of people. um. And, you know, it's it's all about, I think, a trait that all of us in life or leadership need, and that is being open to unwrap the gifts in challenges and successes and share right. them. Right. So you just made a really interesting comment because this is, you know, for
0: particularly for women. There's some men who will listen to this as well, but I'm thinking about the women who starting a practice so you started out with your leadership programs wrote a a leader's book specifically around that then you've sort of elevated into another met it's not really another message but it's a it's an elevated version it is of your leadership message and stepping into gift mindset does that mean
1: you still run the same programs or does it Like, how does that work? Yeah, good question. So Limitless Leadership, I think, was all around. That's the name of the program. It's one of our sort of brands, so to speak. Yeah. And I think, look, if I think of a Limitless Leader, it's a leader that learns, so they think, relearns, uh, sorry, unlearns, so they rethink, and relearns, so they refresh. Right. And I think... What I really realized was there's so many enablers and tools that make up a limitless leader, but the foundation of all of it is self-leadership and mindset. Right. And gift mindset has become part of the limitless leaders programs. Right. But I really believe that creating a gift mindset culture and having limitless leaders and teams is all one, if that makes sense. Okay. All about connection, collaboration, being open, sharing, and growing each other, really no matter what role you're in.
0: Yeah, okay. So what I'm hearing, Renee, is that you've you started in this space, and I think this is one of the challenges sometimes for you know if you're having your own practice and consulting is that you go, it's really easy to sort of go, oh I'm in the leadership space, I'll stay in the leadership mm-hmm. space. but what you've done is you've gone, yes, I'm that, and I'm also, so your practice has really evolved into you're not losing the leadership identity or anything like that. No. you just continued to evolve your thinking, which is around being able to um, not just shift from leaders, but to cultures that embrace a limitless leader's mindset, but also
1: a gift mindset yes. as a cultural norm, if you like. Spot, yeah? spot on. I think leadership's like the movie title. Right. I was saying this the other day to someone, leaderships—you know—it's—it's it's a big word. People understand it, but under that, you have communication, you have motivation, you have mindset, and to me, mindset's foundational. So I really oh. amplified the work around that. Yep. Um, and it's applicable to anyone in any role, but we predominantly work with mid-mid tiers, leaders at all levels, and right. their teams. And right. the programs, obviously. For leaders and then we have our team programs which are more around collaboration understanding motivation right. and connecting yeah right. so
0: can you tell us a bit Renee like I'm thinking about you know um and you would know this from when you started your practice like sometimes you look at people's practices and you're like well does that mean you are you a leadership executive coach or mm-hmm. like then you've got different you've got these resources so you deliver a workshops and training and that's virtual plus face-to-face because you've been in victoria and melbourne for the last two years yeah yeah 190
1: virtual sessions between april 2020 and i think june this year uh, 2021 so yeah so three parts to the business really so Um, We have a coaching arm, so one-on-one and group coaching. And I do have some contract coaches that help out to scale things. Okay. Transformational workshops, which you you know I love. Yes. Um, And we work with with leaders and teams, you know, from presenting and mindset to really enabling leaders to lead, not manage and create future leaders. That's sort of our special source. And then we have the speaking side. Yes. So they're the three ways we deliver our message. And then obviously, the, as you know, being an amazing author, um, authoring, you know, publications, podcasts and things like that. Yeah, That shouldn't be the all. They're sort of the or that support the message across those other modes of delivery. Got it. And so when you created your Limitless Leaders book, that was
0: self-published. And then with the gift mindset, you decided to go with a publisher. Um, What has been the biggest difference in those two things for you and your practice? Yeah, it's a
1: good question and the anthology in the middle. So, you know me, all about diversity. Didn't think of that. Um, It is quite different. I think there's no right or wrong. You've got to feel and know your strategy. Limitless leaders, I was approached to publish with a publisher. but I to be honest didn't know a lot about the difference I wasn't ready and I don't regret not publishing that um to a publisher with gift mindset I just felt it was bigger I wanted distribution through bookstores airports global scale we've done an audio book um and I just found and I've been hold on one
0: sec is that mic? Is that making a funny sound for you? No, I can. I'm getting some kind of. I don't know what it is. It sounds like there's a mic floating around. You haven't got a mic floating around anywhere. No. No. You,
1: is that better? No. no I, I haven't moved.
0: It sounds like something's moving, or anyway, I don't know. It happened once, and then it's happened a couple of times. But anyway. Yeah, I can't
1: no. hear any. No, you can't hear. All right, that's okay. Let's edit that bit out. <laughs> okay, that's right. Um, okay. Yeah, so I've been very fortunate to have a very supportive publisher and her and her team's been very supportive. That's why I went with them. Right. Um so yeah, you get a lot of support as in, you know, they they help promote, market, give you ideas. Okay. Um but a big part of it is is the distribution right you know, limitless leadership i got into three stores that i walked into with a box of books <laughs> right. whereas gift mindset it's got a global reach yes. um and obviously we did as you know publicity with that which was yes. a lot of work but would do that again that's definitely helped me write a lot of ip and get the message out there
0: you know right. radio
1: tv newspapers magazines all that sort of thing so just to clarify for those who are listening
0: or watching is that means like you've worked with a PR agency yes. to, to encourage, to go, okay, because they've got the relationships with all those, whether it's TV, whether it's the CEO magazine, whether it's heading into the Today Show, a financial review, the, the age, yep. all those things is that quite often when you're elevating up into this bigger message that you've got is that there we go, okay, now it's time to amplify um, in your practice. So that's a really key, sorry, go ahead.
1: No, I was just going to say, you hit the nail on the head. I think the message of your book mm-hmm. will dictate almost like um, whether you go self-published or not. Right. So gift, limitless leadership, I, I couldn't see that in some of the shops maybe that gift Mindset in. gift Mindset's got a very broad market, as you know. Yes. It's under motivation, leadership, career, personal development, personal growth, whereas limitless leadership would have probably only been under leadership.
0: Yeah, okay. Mm. Um, so and being able to elevate your message like that, like your practices had to have been around for some time, you've got good clients you've been working with, all that sort of thing. It's really... Okay. It's sort of easy to go, oh, and think, oh, I'll go for that big message and that big market. Like you've done, you spent a long time in your own practice building up to that point. Um, What are some of the things, you know, we're talking about some of the things that you've implemented? We talk about the expert influencer methodology, so things like the leads from the stage. We talk about newsletter distribution. We talk about um, building the tribe and building the community, We talk about um, uh, social media content, lead gen, all those types of things. If you had to think about, you know, the things that you've worked on, particularly over the last couple of years with implementing that, what have been some of the things that have worked particularly well for
1: you, Renee? Where do I start? Your advice has been absolute gold. And there's so many things that I've gleaned from you. And and like with anything, some things you've embraced, some you're not ready for. Yeah. a big thing that you've really helped me sort of solidify is narrow down, go back to the basics. I think we do that at the start of a practice or a business, then we get so in service and attention yeah. out. Yeah. And, you know, I'm happy to share recently, you know, we had an amazing chat about some things that weren't working and it was literally, I was overthinking it. It was just going back to the basics and making sure I have the right tribe yeah I reach a lot of people but it's a super highway who's in the service (laughs) lane that I should be targeting yes um something else there's so many things importance of positioning right has been a big thing that I've learned through you um and I think really understanding my self-worth and having currency around that so you know a lot of us when we start out with speaking we do a lot of Scouts, yes you know and you really taught me that get something back whether it's people to add to your list yeah um whether it's it's getting to go into a client and have a further chat um but always have something to offer as a bit of a hook you know just being in service and having that abundance mentality yeah something else you you asking for help yeah. i always always I wouldn't say I had an issue with it, but I'm so attention out helping people wow. that I find it hard to ask for help. Yeah. And I've learned through through you and all the methodologies you just outlined, it's about that and being having the right support around you. Yes. And being open to that support changing. Right. I think too often we can go, we're with some amazing people and that's permanent. Yes. It changes. Yeah. I wrote something on this today. My support network has almost flipped in the last two years. Really? No fallouts, just different priorities, attracting different people. Yeah. Um, Really important. And another, probably another key thing is around building the tribe. You know, you talk about the, the, you know, the 15, the 150. The 15's changed a lot for me. The 150, I think when you're if you're listening or watching and you're delivering a lot I think sometimes you can actually build such great relationships with you know participants yes that you're not nurturing maybe the right relationships yes they're not in the workshop so to speak yeah it's so So easy to fall into that trap I've fallen into that so obviously I I speak to, you know, HR and all the people I'm supposed to and have great relationships with them, but to the point where a lot of participants reach out. So it's almost like you have a tribe of the people you deliver to, but like you've mentioned, you need that tribe of the people that, you know, bring you in for your services. Right. Yeah, Yeah, it's
0: funny you say that because that's quite often one of the most common things that comes up is, and even from a marketing perspective yeah. is you go, oh, yeah, I've got, um, you know, all these people in my database and I'll go, I'll uh, say, so, okay, so where are they from? Oh, they were participants in the workshop.
1: You yeah, know?
0: yeah. That's lovely. But, you know, they're a long-term one because that might take another 10 years or five years before they're yeah. in a role or even have any influence over buying decision. It's um, still great to have them on your list because if you go in public market, you know you yeah. may decide, okay, I'm going to run one day workshops or whatever it might be. Particularly once you've got past that five hundred thousand in mm-hmm. revenue type space and and the positioning and the leverage. Yeah, but. Um, but uh, you're spot on. It's so easy to fall into that trap. It is because it's addictive, right? Because they love you. They're like, and I
1: you're love in the service. It. I love so, for that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's probably been the biggest learning in the last, you know, three months leading up to us chatting today. Yeah, is you know making sure that you really get a bit more strategic because it's easy to deliver a service or or um, a product mm. to that to the actual user so to speak yes um and forget about who else should i be talking to
0: yeah um
1: and it can simply be you know i look back years ago and i just said to someone who would you refer me to and they said i'd refer you to this person in another organization and they became my biggest client now wow. if i didn't ask that but and i think too with the virtual world you know, when you're in an office running stuff, a lot of clients run things in their training rooms or HR or, C, you know, the CEO will walk in. Virtually you don't have that. And this is something I realised recently. Right. So you don't have that networking and almost business development because you're not in the office. Yes, that's right. You're running a right. four-, five-, six-hour program, then you run it two weeks later, whatever, do the coaching in between. Yes. That's not... Necessarily in front of the decision makers regularly. I reckon there's something in that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because you're not, if they're going, yep, can you deliver
1: this? And you're doing the debrief or whatever, you're not
0: visible walking through the corridors or in the tea room grabbing a drink or and you run into this person or
1: it's the water cooler conversations people are missing. But as practice or as consultants, trainers, coaches, speakers, we're missing that too. That's
0: right. It's so true. Um, uh, So um, if we think if you think about someone if they're sitting here like they're they're in awe of you because you have created an extraordinary (laughs) practice you have, you know, you are one of the hardest working Uh, experts that I know you constantly and you have this incredible energy that you just don't seem to be able to it just seems to be um, endless this energy that you have and it takes a lot of energy to run a practice Um, if someone was sitting here listening to you Renee and if they're let's say you know they uh, say where your practice was say 12 months ago or even before you would um, created the gift mindset like they might be say a year or two in their practice and they're looking at you and saying I want to be able to do something like that I'd love a, a, to create something that's as, like a big scale book like that I'd love to work with you I mean you some of these organizations that you've worked with are pretty incredible and big household names what advice would you have for them if they're trying to work out how to elevate their practice
1: yeah i think i think it starts with knowing your purpose and motivation okay you know, anyone that comes to me and there's been a bit of it of late i'm gonna leave and do this because i want to earn this and i don't want to have a boss i know okay. straight away they're, they're not going to be successful right. so know your why what is it what problem i always say what problem do you want to solve right start with that and use the motivation to fuel you forward the other thing i think that's i know and i know is probably kept you going too, jane because it, it's clunky it's wobbly we all know that running a practice yeah something i say all the time is do what lights you up right. no don't go into something just because you're good at it right go into something that you're good at that you enjoy right Because I can tell you hand on heart, I wouldn't have got through the pandemic if I didn't love delivery, love connecting, love making a difference, love seeing people grow. There's no way. Right.
0: That's so valuable,
1: Renee, because it's so
0: easy to just go, oh, I'm going to do this because it means I get... Um, you know, I, I don't have to go into the city for my job or, you know, but you've got to, you've got to really love it, yeah?
1: You've got, to, you've got to have purpose. So, you know, the towards and away from language you hear yeah. it a mile away. Oh, I want to go into my own business because I don't want a boss and I don't want a, a, a salary and I don't want to go into the city. What do you want? And if you yeah. can't answer that, what do you want? What do you want? If you can't answer that, you're not ready. Yes, I think know your purpose. Use what lights you up. Your motivation to fuel that purpose. Right. And be open. This is a big tip. Be open to that trajectory and that purpose slightly changing. Right. That's important. Ah,
0: Yeah. Okay. Because and what do you think happens, Renee? Like when is that something that happened to you? Your purpose evolved and changed. Yeah.
1: It, it did. I think mine was a bit at the start, you know, it was about growing others, but now it's bigger. It's making, if I had a one-liner, it's making workplaces better places to work. Right. And helping people realise and achieve what's possible. Right. And I couldn't have said that 10 years ago. Really? No, not, not in those words. And that's very broad, but everything I do fits under that okay i think you know workplaces are broken we yeah. know that right we know great resignation i'm calling it the great rejuvenation the big awakening i think it's amazing yeah good workplaces will will just go to the next level the ones that aren't need to do some work yes um and i think this has been this whole this has been under the surface, I reckon, for 10 years. Yeah. We've had this sort of earthquake. Yes. We have one in Melbourne this year. Um, no, this and, and it's exposed the elephant in the room. Yeah. And, and I think the workplaces that have big purposes and real purposes that they're congruently adhering to mm. and practices and businesses that do will get through this because their vision is their boss. Right yeah
0: that's like the whole Richard Branson yeah you've got that degree it just fools you yeah yeah um what if uh, what's your vision for your practice you know where to from here so you've achieved all this incredible success and you know you have this book on this great publishing deal Mm. and um you know what is that
1: um dream practice and what does the future look like for you my dream practice will be And it's, I have to say when I thought about this question, because I am, you know me, I'm very big picture and very creative. So I I saw, you don't know what you don't want to know what I first saw, but (laughs) I see in the next five years the gift mindset being part of workplace cultures all over the world. I see that. I actually can see it. And I see myself and a bigger team. I think I'll go more to a business model. Right running the 12 gifts the 12 skills of a gift mindset i see collaboration not just in businesses across businesses and industries that's missing so lots of bubble hopping yes that's what i'd love to see i feel someone asked me the other day what would i what when do i want to retire what would i do i I i'll never retire no i don't (laughs) think you do do either Yeah, I just I just have so much to do. Yeah. And so much to share and I just feel I'm, I'm on the tip of it to be honest. Yeah,
0: I think you're just warming up too. Um you've been so open and so generous with sharing with us Renee, oh, yeah. you know, your your journey and being able to particularly you're at a really Really um, big tipping point in your practice, and yeah, to be able to speak with you at this time where there's so much evolving and changing. Um for those who uh, if you want to reach out and follow Renee, you want to follow her gift mindset work, jump on, grab the book. Um, Renee, you've got some um resources as well yeah. that people could jump on and, and get. Where would you like people to go to reach out to you?
1: Yeah, probably com. If you go to resources, yeah. um, we've got you can go through what you want to read, watch, or listen to. Yes. And the Limitless Leaders podcast is there. Yeah. And giftmindset.com. We yeah. have infographics and posters and interviews you can download for free. And also um audiobook resources. So if you end up getting the gift mindset on audio, you can download walk-through worksheets so you can work through the audio book as well.
0: Got it. Okay.
1: Yeah. Awesome. We'll jump on. If you haven't caught up with
0: Renee, you haven't followed her stuff, make sure you reach out and follow. I think she shared some really valuable um, stuff today around being able to, you know, get your practice and to be able to step into that consulting space. To be able to work with the organisations, you have a look at some of the brands that Renee has worked with, um, and some key messages taking away today are, you know, really narrowing down, get your positioning right, uh, and you talked a lot about, you know, just knowing your self worth and what currency you're working with, and that yeah. community and tribe mindset. To be able to build your practice. So, lots of valuable, super valuable insights today, Renee. Thanks so much for being on, and we can't wait to have you back when you've achieved global domination.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Jane. Thanks Thanks for coming on.